Thank you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about Jesus eats Passover meal with the disciples. Thereafter, we'll be having Pastor Prosinanga talk about loneliness during the Bible segment. To start off, here's a song by Joyful Singers.
It is now time to welcome the Bible in Living Sound to share with us. Where were you last evening, Judas? We looked everywhere for you. Oh, well, I... Uh, where was I? Well, let's see, I... Oh, yes, yes, I was talking to some friends. Which reminds me, I promised I'd come again today. Perhaps I'd better go right now. Business? No. Well, in a way, yes. Well, mostly, though, just a friendly chat. Don't be late to the Paschal Supper. We're going to eat it with the Master, alone, as usual. I'll be back in plenty of time. won't give more than 30 pieces of silver. Of course not. And you agreed on 30 pieces. 30 pieces it is. When and where do you wish him betrayed? Uh, late at night, so the people will all be asleep. And he always retires in the Garden of Gethsemane after the Passover supper. Oh, you know exactly where? Exactly. Here then is the plan. We will meet you and you can lead us to your master. Oh, but in the darkness of night, how will we know which one is your master? I, I will kiss him. Betrayed by one of his own disciples with a kiss for only 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> be careful how you talk. Will you be there in person? Uh, we'll all be there. None of us would miss it. <laughs> yes, the chief priest himself and all the dignitaries of the temple lower themselves to watch an unlettered man, a man born of poor parents, not so much as a farthing to his name. <laughs> such powerful and proud people going out in the middle of the night to see such a nobody captured and beaten, huh? <laughs> Oh, I guess the supper is about prepared. All we have to do is wait until the master appears. I don't know if I want to eat this Passover supper or not. Why, Judas, such a thing to say. Shame be unto thee. It is not because of the master. Rather, it's James and John. James and John, what have they done? What have they done? <laughs> they demanded to be first and second in the master's kingdom. Why should they be first and second? What have they done to merit such honor? I should be on the right hand of Christ in his kingdom. After all, I am the treasurer and a businessman. I would make the best prime minister. I admit it, and so must you, if you're honest. Well, I think the master will choose his own officers, and I'm sure he'll choose me as his highest. Why, you, Matthew, I am the best suited for the position. The master. The Passover supper is ready, master. Let us be seated. Right. Oh, here, here, here. Oh, look. Judas managed to sit on the master's left. Yes, and John's on the right. Why doesn't someone say something? Even the master says nothing. He appears to be watching us or waiting for something. I think I know. At a feast, a servant always washes the dust off the feet of the guests. There are no servants here. Well, who will wash our feet then? Not me. I will not lower myself to the place of a servant. Nor I. The others apparently feel the same way. We're not servants. Wait, Jesus. See him? He rises and, laying aside his outer garment, takes a towel and, and girds himself with it. Judas, I would wash thy feet first. Wash my feet, Master? Yes, Judas. He's washing my feet, feet like a common servant. I, I've bargained to betray him. Oh, how I wish I hadn't. Jesus loves me, even me. 
He loves everyone. And I'm going to betray him with a kiss. No, I won't. But I bargained to do it. And I will. Lowering himself to the washing of feet as a lowly servant. Kings don't do that. He will never occupy David's throne, so what have I to lose? Nothing. I will betray him as I promised to do. <laughs> With a kiss. <laughs> Peter, that ever-loving, quick-to-act disciple, watched his master washing the feet of his fellow disciples. Christ's condescension broke his heart. He was filled with shame to think that one of the disciples was not performing this service. He could not bear to see his Lord, whom he believed to be the Son of God, acting the part of a servant. His whole soul rose up against this humiliation. Peter, Lord, Dost thou wash my feet? What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Thou shalt never wash my feet. If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Oh, Lord, I cannot endure the thought of separation from thee. Not my feet only, Lord, but also my hands and my head. If I wash thy feet, thou art indeed clean. John. Thou art last. Oh, I am not worthy for thee, Master, to wash my feet. Thou art not offended at being last? Oh, no, Lord. Before I would have been, but tonight, Lord, thou hast washed away all my selfishness and, and hatred. Now, my Lord, I have become humble of heart and teachable. I'm sure all of us have in our hearts tonight only love, one for the other. After Jesus finishes washing the disciples' feet, he takes his garments and sits down again. Then he says unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. Neither is he that is sent greater than he that sent him. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible and Living Sound. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box, 4227 code 00 Nairobi, Kenya. Our email
This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Hope that you're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor. previous series, we learned about fear. We learned that the world is sick with fear. They are afraid of particular illness, perhaps it may be cancer, AIDS, diabetes, abortion, dying or death. Fear of poverty, business and even of future. But God has an answer for each and every one of us. At one time, we will all inherit a kingdom. Today's lesson is loneliness. Most people go through life in a coffin of loneliness. Loneliness is one of the diseases of modern society. Some live in the midst of bustling activity, surrounded by people, yet they are terribly lonely. Others live alone and yet are never lonely. They say like Paul, I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. Loneliness is a sense of unsatisfied desire. The lonely long for a companionship, for friendship on an active basis. Longing for that sense of completion and security that comes to those who feel they are wanted and cared for by others. To have contact with others yet without feeling you are in the way to be useful and even to be missed. In all circumstances, one will one time find himself lonely. There are situations when no one can reach or even understand the mountainous difficulty that you may be experiencing. The most important factor in solving the problem of loneliness is not merely a gift of nature, not even temperament, but a relationship with an unseen companion who loves with an everlasting love. A friend who is really understanding, who is sympathetic, who is invigorating, who can see more clearly than one can see and can bring you out of your shell of loneliness. He is the greatest need of the whole world. He is the greatest need in the trouble of loneliness. He hears and his ear is open and his arms are outstretched to the lonely. He sticks closer even than a brother. He is the good shepherd who gave his life for you. He forgives and cleans. He brings us out of the coffin of loneliness from the coffin of sin and even self-centeredness and this is none other than the good shepherd that is jesus christ he brings us out of the darkness of the valley of the shadow of death he takes the sting out of the physical death all can count on his never failing presence i will never leave thee nor forsake thee the lord is my helper and i will not fear what man shall do to me hebrews chapter 13 verses 5 and 6 there is a hope for you hope in jesus christ he is our refuge and he is our strength a very present help in trouble therefore we will not even fear though the earth shall be moved and though the mountains be carried away into the midst of the sea jesus is an ever-present friend he is our only hope Will you have hope in Jesus Christ? For he is the only friend that you can trust. You can put all your trust and confidence in Jesus Christ. And Jesus is ready to relieve you from the problem of loneliness. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 
Sun.